We're starting 12 lines from the bottom of Tesvav Amabez, and we're going to discuss a lot about how the actual base Amigdash would look based on different rooms as well as different sizes, and it gets a little complex. So if you have pictures for this, it would definitely be a good idea. Tanan Hassan, we learned over there, and this is referring to a Mishnah in Mesechtis Tamid, and after the Mishnah is discussed, the different Gairalis, the different raffles that they had, so someone was Zaycha to go and bring the carbon Tamid. So it says over there, Tanan Hassan, the Mamuna, which is referring to the Skan Khan Gadol, who was in charge of the pious, he would say to the person who won the pious, who won the girl, he would say to that claim, go and bring sheep from the Lishka that was called the Lishka Atalayim, the Lishka of the sheep. Now, why would they have a Lishka of the sheep? Because they would have at least six sheep that were always checked, and they made sure they didn't have any mumim, and they were kept in this special Lishka. So he told them, go bring a sheep for the carbon Talmud, Shel Shacha. And the Mishnah in Talmud continued and says, If you want to know where the Lishka's Talayim was, it was in the northwest corner of the actual Lishka called the Beis Hamaikid. And this area had a lot of fire. It had like Rashi says it was a track and guttle. It was a large area and they lit up over there very large flames and very large bonfires in order to warm up the Kainim who were very cold because they used to walk barefoot on the Azara's floor and it was made out of marble and therefore because of that they had this large room with these large bonfires and in this large room there were four corner rooms that served specific functions. Now one of the functions were there was Lishkas Hatloim which was like the Gemara just said, it was in the northwest corner. And there were four corner rooms. Like we just mentioned, one was called Lishka Satlaim. One was the Lishka of the tickets or the receipts, as we learned in Mesech Lishkalim, that they used to have receipts that they used to give people when they came to purchase certain kabanais and the Shemin and Yayin and Soilis in the base of Megdush. They would give them receipts in order to go, instead of using money because they weren't used, allowed to use that in Harbayas, they would go and use that in order to buy and transfer it for the proper amount for their carbonus. One was the Lishka where they had the place called the Besamaikid. And one was the Lishka where they would make the Lechem Panim. As we know, the Mishpachas based Gomer used to bake the Lechem Panim and they had a special way and method and recipe in order to make the Lechem Panim properly and that was something that didn't go over also like we learned in Mesech Lishkalim. But the Gemara asked for a minute, I'll answer you, Kashi. You just said the Lishka's Hatloyim was in the northwest corner of the Lishka called the Besamaikid. But frankly, Gemara, we have a Mishnah in Mesechtis Vidas that said there were four corner rooms, as we just explained, to this base of Micah. And they were like small rooms that opened up into a larger, large area, like a courtyard of a palace. And two of them was considered in the Kaidish, it was considered part of Base of And two of these rooms were considered part of Chal, and they didn't have Kedusha. And for example, if the Kaidim wanted to sit over there, they could sit in that area. Now, if you imagine a base of Migdash, which always goes from east to west and therefore the back of the base of English where the Kodesh and then the Kodesh Kodesh was, was in the west and the right side of course is going to be north and this actual area called the base of Mekid was on the north of Dazara and therefore the two rooms which were closer to the south of that room those were in the Kodesh and the two rooms which were closer to the north were in the Chal were not considered Kodesh and and there was small pieces of wood in the middle as a simon and a border and a barrier to actually separate and to show this side is Kodesh of this large room, and this side is considered Chal. And the Mishnah says, What did you use all these four rooms from? And the Mishnah continues and says, My rubbish dream is the southwest corner. He hides the Lishka's Tlaikarbon. This was the Lishka's Hatalayim. Now, this is exactly the question. Two moments ago, we said that the 
Chesatlayim was in the northwest corner. And over here we say it was the southwest corner. In any case, prior to going and giving a tarot to the steer between the Mishnah Masechtas Tamid and the Mishnah Masechtas Midas, the Gemara continues on that Tazayim Rav and gives us the location of the other three rooms. Meaning, in the Mishnah in Masechtas Tamid, we don't give you the other three rooms, we only gave you one room. And we said the Lishka Satloyim was in the northwest corner. However, in the Mishnah Midas, it said that the Lishka Satloyim was in the southwest corner. And now we continue and we say, the southeast corner was the Lishka where they would make the Lechem upon him, as we explained before. Over there, we didn't tell you exactly where it was, but here we say it's in the southeast. Mizrachas is the northeast corner. That the kingdom of the Chashmonai, when they came back after Nesu Hanukkah and they found that the Greek army was some say the Malchi Akum, the kingdom that were full of people that they actually desecrated the Mizbeach, and like Rashi says, that they were mocked on it. And therefore, they couldn't use this mizbech anymore, and they took it and they placed all the pieces into this room, which was on the northeast side of the base of Mikeid. Svanish Maravis in the northwest corner, Yardin and Beisatfila. There was a room, and from there, there were steps leading down to a mikvah. So the Gemara's question again is that we just saw the Mesechtis Midas. It said that there was in the southwest corner the Lishkas Hatlayim, and in Mesechtis Talmud we said it was in the northwest corner. On that, the Gemara answers Amravuna Man Tanamidas. Who's the Tana of Mesechtis? Me this, that's Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. It's going specifically to Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, and Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov is of the opinion that that room was in the southwest corner. And the Gemara continues, how do you know that Midas, the Tana of the Masechta is Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, the Tana, we have a Mishnah of Masechta's Midas. As is Nashim, Haysa Eurech Meu Shloishim V'chamish, Aroichem Meu Ushloishim V'chamish. That was actually an exact square, that is Nashim of the base Midas, 135 Amis by 135 Amis. And there were four rooms on the four Corners of the and what did they use these rooms for? The southeast one, that was the Lishka that the Nazir would go. The Nazir, after they brought the Kabanis, after they finished off the period of Nazirs, they would bring certain Kabanis and they would actually cook the Shlom because they were allowed to eat the Shlom and they would actually cut the hair over there and they would burn the hair under the fire that they were cooking their Shlom with. As the Pesach says, and then Mizrachas Sfeinis he also lishkas ha'etzim sheshem kain and balimum oimdin masliim ba'etzim. That in the northeast corner of this nashim there was a lishka, there was a room called the lishkas ha'etzim. That there they used to have a lot of firewood, and the kohanim who were balimum and therefore they couldn't do the avoda, they would stand over there and stay in that azara in that lishka, and they would check all the etzim and make sure that there were no bugs in them and no worms in them, and take out anything which was wormy because that can't call them as bear. Shekol etzim yesh beitelas pasul gavim as bear. As we know, any piece of firewood that has it in a worm is puzzled to God as bech, and therefore you had a room that was specifically for the Kayam to go and check all the wood. And then the northwest corner of the Esmets Nashim, he heisa lishka to Mitzrayim. That was the lishka for the people who were Mitzrayim. And what did they do over there? Rashi brings down, that on the eighth day that they were tar, the Mitzrayim would go over there and be tarvo. When they brought the Kabanis and they had to put their fingers into the area of the Azara, and they would put their thumbs in in order to get the blood poured on that. Even though over there they already were titled the night before, they still had to be titled again because they were putting their fingers into the Kaidish, and that was called Lishka Samitzurayim. My Rav is joined and the southwest corner, Amr Abelaz ben Yaakov. Abelaz ben Yaakov says, I forgot what it was used for. But Lachari, you see, by the fact that Abelaz ben Yaakov says, it seems that he's the Tanakhama that was speaking about all of these different rooms in the base of Mikdash, in the Ezra's Noshim. And therefore, you see that the Stam Tana of Midas is Rabbi Lezben
Yaakov. And even though Rabbi Lezben Yaakov just said that he's not sure and he doesn't remember what they use the southwest corner room in their discussion for, however, Abishol, Abishol argues in Rabbi Lezben Yaakov, he says, In that room, they would place wine and oil, and therefore, that room is called the Lishka of the Shemin. And it's also Mestavra that Midas is Rabbi Lezben Yaakov. Why? It's not. Because we have a Mishnah. And we go through a Mishnah, and this is going to get quite complicated. As we know, the base of Middash had many different openings from the Shah Mizrach of the Harbais. It went directly through, and it went all the way through. If you walked in a direct line, you would eventually get into the Kaddish Gedashim, but by walking through multiple doors. Now, we also know that all of the doors and the openings of the doorways were 20 Amis high. And our Gemara comes to teach us that even though the doorways and the opening of the doorways were 20 Amis high, but all of the actual walls that were on top, for example, of that doorway were even greater and much higher than that. So, for example, you may have a doorway that was 20 amas, and on top of that, the wall would continue and go another 10 amas. That would be the top of the doorway, and it would be very large. However, the only castle, the only wall that was not large, and therefore right above the doorway, for example, the door got to 20 amas, and right above that, they just put a top onto it. For example, they placed a row or two of avonament of stones, and there was the end of the wall. That was the eastern wall of the Harabayas. And the Mishnah explains the reason, because Shachoyin HaSerif Sapara Imid because the Kayin that goes and burns the Paraduma, he used to go from the Azar and take the Paraduma and walk it to the Har Mishra. Har Mishra was Har Zesim. And then, And the Mishnah also explains that that Kayin that was burning the Parah at the point that he was actually doing the Azar Saddam of the Paraduma, while he was standing on Har Mishra and Har Zesim, he would actually go and stand from the east side of the Basim English. He would look towards his west and therefore he would be looking straight into the Basim English and he would look through all of the doorways until he saw straight into the Hechel through the doorway of the Hechel. Now the Hechel of course is the Kaidish where the Menorah, the Shulchan and the Mizbeh Chazav was. And now before we continue with the Raya let's just explain what the Gemara means at this point. That the Mishnah is explaining that if you wouldn't make that eastern wall of the Harabayas to be shorter you would actually not be able to look through the doorway of the gate for the Harabayas and be able to see directly through the doorway of the Kaidish. And before we continue let's just speak it out outside that the reason why it was not possible is because the base of Middash was built on an incline because it was on a high, it was on a mountain and the way that they made it flat they would actually build a series of different steps in order to get to different levels at the base of Middash at different points and the Gemara will now explain how you get up to these levels but the end result is going to be at least according to the Shita of Rabbi Lezben Yaakov it's going to come out that if you're look, looking through the actual doorway to Harabayas and the claim will try to have a direct line of sight directly through the Harabayas into the doorway of the Kaidish, that will actually be impossible because the doorway of the Kaidish, which means the bottom of the doorway of the Kaidish, will only start above 20 Amis from where the Harabayas doorway starts and therefore already be above the point of where you're able to see through the Harabayas doorway into the Kaidish and it will be completely blocked. And in order to make sure that the Kaidish that's being surfaced apart and being Maza Saddam actually has complete and direct sight into the oil mud, as it says in the passage, therefore what we have to do is make that kaisal of the Harabayas shorter and therefore instead of looking through the doorway of the kaisal of the Azara in order to look through the doorway of the Hechel, he was not able to do that as we explained. He would have to look above the kaisal and then he'll have a direct line of vision directly into the Hechel. And we will now see how the Gemara explains what we just explained outside, inside by bringing a series of Mishnayas from Mesechus Midas. And we learned to Mesechus Midas, all of the actual doorways, 
Remember, the opening was 20 Amis, and the width of the opening was 10 Amis. So it was 20 Amis high by 10 Amis wide. And we also learned, we know after you got into the Arbais, after you got through the Pesach of the Arbais, we had a smaller fence, and we also learned, and inside of that, there was an area called the Chel, where you were allowed to walk in that area, and even Goyim were allowed to walk in that area, and that was Esa Amis, that was an area of 10 Amis. And there were actually 12 steps that went up through the Chel, which would lead into the Azara called the Ezis Nashim, and each of those 12 steps were actually half Amatol by half Amadib. And therefore, if you take 12 steps, which are half Amatol, and you go and figure out what the height is of that area of steps, it would total a total of six Amis. And therefore, if you start at Harabais and consider that sea level, consider it zero Amis, and now by the point that you get up these 12 steps, you're already six Amis higher than where you started at the bottom of the Harabais, at the Pesach of the Harabais. And from that point, you walk through the Ezra Slashim, and then when you led it at the end of the Ezra Slashim, which was going to lead into the area called the Ezra Yisrael, we have another Mishnah that says, the Tnan, Tesvav Mailas, Oilas Bitoicha, Yeredis, Ezra Yisrael, Ezra Slashim, Roy Mailah, Chatsiama, Vishulcha, Chatsiama. There were another 15 steps that actually led down from the area called Ezra Yisrael into Ezra Slashim, or the way we're looking at it, that went from the Ezra Slashim up into Ezra Yisrael, there were 15 steps, and each one of those was a half armor high by a half armor deep. And therefore, if you take 15 steps and you times that by half armor, of course you get seven half armors, and therefore if you keep it cheshbin, we had six armors from the bottom of our bias before that we went up with the 12 steps, and now we go up another seven and a half steps in order to get to Ezra Yisrael, and therefore at this point you're already at a level of 13 and a half armors. And at this point we walk through the Ezra Yisrael, and then we actually get to, get to the Ulam where the Kodesh was, and we say that tonight we have another Mishnah that says, between the area of the Ulam, which was the area that was right before the Hechel, which was the Kodesh, and the area of the Mizbech, there was actually 22 Amis of space over there. Now that's not relevant to our point. The point is, there were actually 12 steps in that area. Again, it went up a half Amma, which means that each step was a half Amma tall, and the depth of each step was a half Amma, and some say that the depth of each step was actually Amma over here. But it's irrelevant. The point is that it was a half armor tall. And therefore, again, you have 12 steps. Each step is a half armor. So you have six armors of space. And therefore, you have another six armors of height where from the bottom of our bias, you went up six armors. Then, like we said before, you went up another seven and a half armors. And now we went up another six armors. So if you make a cheshbin, it comes out that you went up 19 and a half armors at this point. We also learned that Rabbi Lezben Yaakov says, that Above that, there was actually an area where they would have the platform where the Levium would sing when they would do the shear, and on that was actually an area where there was a step that was a height of an Amma, and then there was another three steps above that, which were each a half Amma, and therefore you have another one and a half Amas. In any case, in order to have this platform built for the Levium, you actually had two and a half Amas high of a platform. And according to Abelazim ben Yaakov, if you take the two and a half Amma platform and you add that height to the 19 and a half Amas of the different steps that we had already, then we have a cheshbin of 22 amas from the bottom of the shar of the Harabais until you get up to the point of the actual heichal. And the Gemara now continues and completes its raya. And if you're going to say that Rebbelezer ben Yaakov is actually the Tana of Mesechus Midois, it would come out that it's impossible to see through the Pesach of the Harabais into the Pesach of Heichel because the Pesach of the Heichel only started when it was already 22 amas above the area of the bottom of the Harabais. And of course, since the entire opening 
of the Pesach, of the doorway of the Harabais was only 20 Amas high, as we said before. Therefore, it was impossible for the Koyin that's standing on Har Mishcha and Har Zesim to actually be able to look through the Pesach of the Harabais and be able to see directly through the Pesach of the Hechel or the Pesach of the Kodesh. But the Gemara says, Eli Amra Banan, if you're going to say that the Mesech Midas is going to the Rabbanon, not like Rabbanon Ben Yaakov, Ha'ikapalgad Amso, the since the actual height is only 19 and a half amas, because you only had a height of steps that was six amas, then seven and a half amas, then another six amas, which of course equals 19 and a half amas because they don't take into account the platform of the Levium that Rabbi ben Yaakov taught us, which was two and a half amas. And therefore, according to the Shita Rabbanon, why would the Mishnah teach us that that the eastern wall would have to be shorter, it wouldn't have to be shorter at all because the Kayan could stand on Harazesim and still look through the Pesach of Harabayas because you'll be able to see at the top of that area which is the last half of Amor and still be able to see directly into the Pesach of the Hechel. And now after a very long Raya the Gemara says Allah we see from here a Raya Muchachas that Mesech Midas, the stomach of Mesech Midas, is going like Rebbe Yaakov and if you go back and you keep Cheshbon of where we started from it gets back to the same point that we started our Gemara with the Stira that in one Gemara in Mesech Tamid we said that the Lishkas Hatloyim was in the northwest corner of the Beis HaMoyket and Mesech Tzmidus we said that the Lishkas Hatloyim was in the southwest corner and therefore we explain that Mesech Tzmidus is going specifically direct to Rabbi Yaakov and Mesech Tzmidus is going like Rabbi Yaakov and the Gemara continues Rabbi Adabava Omar Rabbi Adabava wants to say that Hamani Rabbi you don't have to say that Mesech Tzmidus is going like Rabbi Yaakov because of the Milo of the Duchen and that's why you have to explain that the only way for the client to be able to see into the actual doorway of the Hechel was by peering above the doorway because you could say that's going Lefir Rabbi Huda. and once again let's speak this out outside Lefir Rabbi Huda comes out that the Mizbech is going to be in the center of the Azara now as we know the Mizbech was in the Ezra Yisrael and also as we just said before that we actually had 13 and a half Amas that the actual area of the Ezra Yisrael was higher than the actual doorway that led into the Harabayas and we know that because we had 12 steps by the Chael which were each a half Amas high and therefore we had 6 Amas plus he had another 15 Amas which was in the Ezra's Nashim leading into Ezra's Yisrael which gave you another 7 and a half Amas and therefore there was a total of 13 and a half Amas at the point of Mizbech now Mizbech was 9 Amas high and therefore 13 and a half plus 9 comes out to 22 and a half Amas and therefore it was to be impossible to see directly through the doorway of the Harabayas directly into the doorway of the Hechel and that's why we had to make sure that that wall was shorter in order that the claim that was being served as her could actually look above the doorway and above the wall and get a direct glance and a direct look straight into the Hechel. And now let's see this piece of Gemara inside. In Tani we learned to the Brahis, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, The Mizbech was actually situated right in the center of the Azara. And Rabbi Huda continues to explain, The width of the Mizbech was actually 32 Amis. Now the doorway of the actual Azara was only 10 Amis wide. As we said, all doorways and all openings of doorways were 10 Amis wide by 20 Amis high. And we turned it up to Zion Amin Beis and we therefore took the Mizbech and we had Esa Amis Kenegah Pischah the middle of the Mizbech had 10 Amis which was directly connected the opening of the Hechel Yud Amin Al-Safan and then there was 11 Amis to the north Yud Amin al and then there was 11 Amis of the Mizbech that was on the side Nimtz Mizbech Mechubah Kenegah Hechel and therefore comes out the Mizbech was actually Mamish at the midpoint of the Hechel and its walls but the Gemara now says that we can't say that Rabbi Adabah is correct and we can't say that Midas is actually going according to Shita Rabbi Yudah because the Isak if you're going to tell me that Midas is Rabbi Yudah that Midas is actually going according to Rabbi Yudah that Mizbech Be'em Sazar Mim 
Mishkach's law, how can you tell me that according to the Manda Oma and the Stam Mishnah in Mesechta's Midas that they hold that the Mizbech was actually situated in the middle of the Azara? But now we have a Mefurish Mishnah in Mesechta's Midas that proved Mamish not like that because we learned Kol Azara Isa Oyech Meu Shmoyim Sheva Aroichem Meu Shloishim Bechamish. The Mishnah Midas teaches us that the entire Azara, which includes the back of the base of Migdash in the back of the Kaddish Kedushim, including the Kaddish Kedushim, including the Kaddish, including the Ulam, and including the area where the Mizbech was standing, and including the Ezus Yisrael. The complete and total length of that space was 187 Amis, and the width of that space was 135 Amis. And now the Mishnah explained exactly what was in this area. So, if you go and count from the east until the west, like we just said, it's 187 Amis, which is the length of the entire Azara. Now we go through it. The first part, which was considered the place where Yisrael could go, it was called the Ezus Yisrael. Yud Aleph Amis, that was 11 Amis. The place and the area where the Kahanim could walk, that was 11 Amis. Mizbech, the Mizbech, like we said before, was was another 32 Amis. Bein Ulam Mizbech, the area between the Mizbech and the actual Ulam was Esmishtayim, was another 22 Amis. The Hechel Kofama, and the Hechel was 100 Amis. Now the Hechel includes the Kaidish, the Kaidish Kedoshim, as well as the Ulam, as well as the back walls and all the walls in between and these rooms that were between those areas. But in any case, it was 100 Amis. We know the actual Kaidish was actually 40 Amis and the Kaidish Kedoshim was actually 20 Amis and the Ulam was 11. But then all the walls and all the other rooms complete the total of what's area that's called the Hechel to be 100 Amis. And then you have 11 Amis which was in back of the area of the Kaparis which means in the back of the Kaidish Kedoshim. And if you take all of these numbers and you total them together, you get 187 Amis. Now that is not a problem for Agamur. has nothing to do with Agamur about Rabbi Yudah. But the Gemara now continues and says, We said from the north to the south, it was Meush Lashim Chamish. It was actually 135 Amis. And now let's start from the south and go towards the north. If you start from the ramp and the Mizbech is included, then you have actually 62 Amis. Now, when the Mizbech Ches Amis for the Mizbech until the rings where they used to go and shech the animals was an additional eight Amis. And then the area where those rings were situated was another 24 Amis. And from the area of the rings until you got to the area of the Shulchanis, there were Abba, there were another four Amis. And from the tables until you get to the posts, and these posts were areas where they used to hang up the animals from there and be able to skin the animals from these posts. Abba, that was also four Amis. From these posts until you get to the Kaisal Azara, which was the northernmost Kaisal of the Azara, that would also be eight Amis. And then the extra you're missing of the 135 Amis, was between the ramp and the southern Kaisal, and also the actual area that the post took up. But the point is, you have 135 Amis over here, and the Mishnah in Midas actually says that the Mizbech was towards the south. It wasn't in the center. Now, if you write about the Bahava, that Midas is going according to Rabbi Yudah, how do you tell me that the Mizbech was in the middle and the center of the Azara? If we see clearly that Roy the Mizbech was in the southern part of the Azara and not in the center of the Azara, and we turn to the Yudzayin Amalf, and the Gemara therefore goes back to the original Svar and says, Alavin must be it must be the Tana and the Stam Tana of Midas is going like the Shita Rabbi Ben Yaakov and the reason why the Mishnah Masechus Midas said that you weren't able to see through the actual Kaisal of the Harbais into the Kaisal of the Hechel was in fact because Masechus Midas is going like Rabbi Ben Yaakov and like we said before Rabbi Ben Yaakov required that there was another two and a half Amis for the Duchen for the platform where the Levian would sing that Shira and therefore you would be able to see directly through the Kaisal of the Harbais into the 
Kaisal Heichel, and we will stop over here.